0: Hi, and welcome to a Quick Thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, I want to take a few minutes and talk to you about how we're going to make it through this year with resilience. And as I've been listening to your questions and comments... There's a lot that's in your hearts and minds, as I take you using like a collective whole, but also for each of us, there's a lot going on in our hearts, a lot going on in our minds. And so I want to share a few things that I've observed, a, a few words of encouragement from what I'm observing of seeing you guys share that I believe will be really helpful this year in being able to be resilient and work with joy despite all all the many, many challenges um, that are around us. And I would kind of coalesce them into one phrase, and that is this year. Let's work for God and not for man. Let's teach for God and not for man. Let Let me break this down, and I actually have like three little short points. The first way that we can do this is by and is in our responsibilities. So this year, what if you took on the responsibilities that you feel God would have you do, rather than being driven by guilt, or worrying about what people think, or honestly, on the flip side of the coin, it's also possible for us to be driven by laziness. So What would it look like, ask yourself, if the responsibilities, the extra responsibilities, um, the time you put in was driven first and foremost by a desire to um, please God rather than man? It would eliminate guilt. This would eliminate making decisions based on, you know, what if so-and-so is mad that I don't do this? And then on the flip side, I said, it would also help us avoid laziness. There are times where we say, there are times when we should say no to something and we say yes because we feel bad or we're worried about what people think. But there's also times when we say no to something when we should say yes. It's something God does want us to do and we just don't feel like it. So either way, whichever kind of side you tend to lean towards, I want to encourage all of us this year to, as we're take whether it's big questions about, you know, do I take on this big responsibility or just day to day of like, should I work now? How late should I work? Should I do this project? Should I wait for later? Let's look to God and keep in mind that we are pleasing him um, primary, primarily primarily um, and be driven by desire to please him, not so much worrying about what other people think. Number two, let's determine to keep our focus on pleasing God rather than needing praise and acknowledgement from people. So it is so easy when pushback or negative feedback comes to get defensive, to get upset. I know I know, I do way too often and take it really personally. But if we can keep our focus on God and the fact that we are teaching first and foremost for him, that can we if we can med- meditate on that and and cement that in our hearts enough we can get to a place where we are not needing praise and acknowledgement from other people and that is honestly where we need to be yes as teachers But even more importantly, as Christians, right? Because we aren't working for these people. We aren't working for our students or their parents or administrators, even if we have the very best of ones. We are primarily working for God. And so when we keep our focus on pleasing God, then when our admin says, man, you're doing a great job. I was so impressed with your lesson. That is an encouragement, but it's not necessary. And we can go weeks or months without that and still be full because our acknowledgement and our worth doesn't come from whether our admin notices or whether our students think we're a good teacher or any of that it comes from the fact that of who we are in Christ and knowing that he has called us and we are working for him and on the flip side when negative pushback pushback or negative feedback comes if we are confident in the fact that we are working for God then when feedback when negative feedback comes we can say we can get rid of the defensiveness and actually say okay what can I learn from this You know, maybe this parent was really rude, but is, is there any truth in what she said? Is there anything in my classroom that I do need to examine? And we can say, okay, yeah, you know, she might have a point about this. Let me think about that. But all this other stuff that she said that was not true, I can just give it to God, let it go, not internalize it because I'm not working for them. I don't need their approval to know that I am worthwhile as a human. My worth as a human does not come from parents thinking I'm a great teacher, admins thinking I'm a great teacher, students liking me comes from God created me. He loved me. He sent his son for me. He redeemed me. He is with me. And I'm confident in that. And so I hope I'm painting a little bit of a picture of how when we're working for him, when our confidence is in him, it changes how we approach responsibilities. It changes how we deal with feedback. It allows us to be whole and complete in Him. And that just completely changes how we interact with both positive and negative, um, feedback from others. So I said, first thing was look to Him for choosing our responsibilities. Second, look to Him, um, When we get both positive and negative, right? Look, keep our focus on pleasing him rather than worrying about pleasing everybody else. And then finally, this is the kind of the how. How do we do this? By prioritizing time with him. And I know, I don't know, maybe this is easy for you. Maybe this is hard for you. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. But that's what we need most of all. And time does not have to be three hours, Maybe you can do that in the summer. That that's wonderful when we can have these long periods of time. But even if it's short, even if um, we're we're rushing place to place, are we are we communicating with him? And I, I think time prioritized with God is always time well spent. It's always time that we'll work huge dividends because what I'm describing here where we are working for God and not man, that is a work of the Holy Spirit in us. And it requires us to be with him and allowing God to change our hearts from the inside out. So that's my encouragement for you this year. As we're thinking ahead to the year, as you're making your plans, spend some time meditating on just that truth that this year I am going to work for God not for man and I think if that is um, one of your themes for the year um, you are going to notice such a difference. I invite you to uh, if you're part of our Facebook group, hop on over there we'd love to hear your thoughts and we could discuss this together, teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook if you're not part of that group and uh, one other thing before we go uh, we do have our Teach for the Heart mentorship program which helps new teachers develop and implement a classroom management plan that works. Um, if you or a teacher you know feel like, man, I could use some help this year keeping my mind on Christ but also with the practical aspects of teaching um, invite you to check it out at teachfortheheart.com mentorship or we have a free training that gives you a lot of practical help and then also tells you more about the mentorship at teachfortheheart.com free free. So thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.